Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Here we are, episode 83 of the Brutally Honest Podcast. Just had to hop on here impromptu after an insane Vikings game. So I'm JD here with my boy Aaron. Bro, the Vikings coming back 33 points down at halftime. Mind blown, bro. Mind blown. Insane. Had to hop on here and get some thoughts on that, bro. What's up with that? Yeah, we had to, man. We had to bring you guys another show this week just just because of that. I mean, what, largest comeback ever in NFL history? And yeah, largest comeback in NFL history, period. I mean, <laughs> that first half, just the, the Colts' defense was, they were looking top-notch, bro. Top-notch. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, it's like, what happened? You know, like, <laughs> what, what happened? I mean, they had a block punt TD. Had a forced fumble recovery, two turnovers on downs, three and out. Like, that was their defensive, you know, first half stats. And they got after the quarterback. You know, it, it's just crazy. I think they ended that game with, like, seven sacks. Like, it wasn't that they couldn't get uh, Kirk Cousins on the ground, man. It's just insanity. Jeff Saturday insanity. <laughs> Jeff Saturday, not not so good on, on uh, Saturday, right? I mean, the guy uh... – you know, you have a thirty-three to nothing lead at one point like that. That cannot be forgiven very easily by Colts fans. I would say. I mean, I know you guys are are in tough times, but um, that game looked to be, you know, ultimately in the bag nearly. And uh, you know, Vikings, Vikings were all gas, no breaks in the fourth, putting up twenty-two points alone in the fourth quarter, and 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 putting up fourteen in the third. The uh, the Colts put up a total of three points in the entire second half. Kind of brings me back to Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl, if, if you remember, uh, with the Falcons, <laughs> how, man. How, how could we forget? 28-3, <laughs> Mr. 28-3. Now, now they got that on his resume, Mr. 33-0. Like, absolutely, absolutely absurd. Now, I got a question for you. How much of this is on Matt Ryan? How much of this is on Jeff Saturday? Or Jeff Saturday? Or is there a bit of rigging going on here? I Controversial, but obviously we got sports betting going on. Big game, thirty-three to nothing, looking like absolute trash. You know, does the NFL do they throw a little something, something in here to make it worth it, bro? I don't know. Every week we're having something crazy. Primetime games, primetime like comebacks. I mean, it's it's every game. Like you know, you take it back to uh, Tampa Bay versus uh, the Saints. What was that like a week, a little over a week ago at this point on Thursday? Yeah, not this last Monday, the previous Monday. Yeah, yeah, right. I believe so. You know, just a couple weeks ago, obviously, and then Baker Mayfield pulling it out, pulling a rabbit out of the hat against the uh, 
shoot, I'm blanking up on who. No, you go against the Raiders. The last Raiders, Thursday, yeah. Last Thursday, of course, you know. the Raiders, of course. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's pretty crazy. Like I think you know, w- w- to answer your question, there, it's I think there is a little bit of, I mean, I'm not gonna say straight up rigging, but there's something going on here that just doesn't seem right because you know you said 33 point comeback, like that's just absurd, like. That team was half, dead. Yeah, 33 points from halftime, and they were down going into the fourth quarter, quarter um, 36-14. Yeah. 30, not 30, yeah, 36-14. Like, that's crazy. For sure, man. And, like, you can make the argument where it's like, you know, Matt Ryan did enough, but at the same time, like, they did only put up three in the second half. Like, you got to keep the, the pedal to the metal at some point um, just because, like, things like this happen in the NFL. Things like that happen – at the high school level, you know what I mean? Like you can never, you can never come off the gas against a team. And I think that's what the Colts did. Now I will ask you a quick question. Do you think Jeff Saturday's in here to basically seat fill, you know, like be a, a placeholder uh, and, and maybe the owner even, you know, intended on tanking the rest of the year. And like, is there any of that playing into the fact that, you know, yeah, they lost, but is it like horrible yeah. that they lost? You know what I mean? Like, are they preparing for the future here? And Yeah. I mean, if they're tanking, um, definitely understandable that you know adding that extra loss is going to help you with draft position i mean a lot of people said that the only reason they put saturday in there was to avoid the rooney rule you know with him just hiring him like he did i think it's a very good point could it be so that he could get around that rule just to have the man tank to get better draft stock i it's very possible 100 percent. i mean that's the thing with this game the colts defense like the colts defense has kept them in games this year they're not a slouch defense so so for them to be dominating like they did and then to come out and just absolutely lay an egg in the third and fourth quarter didn't make it make sense to me i'm not going to say like i'm not going to take away from what the vikings did completely because that was sick like i watched that game completely and they were just they were just making moves i mean they ended up having 518 yards of offense i mean justin jefferson doing his thing major breakout game from this osborne kj osborne you know um Coming into the end of the game, the man had like 300 yards and a few touchdowns and ended the game with 150 plus yards and a touchdown. Like, you know, just a breakout star. So, you know, something like that. You got to respect the fact that, you know, who who thought that guy was going to do anything? I mean, Thielen didn't have his first catch to like the fourth quarter, man. Like, you know, the Colts did their thing as far as, you know, game plan for three plus quarters and going in that fourth quarter. <laughs> it was just like, you know, what happened type thing. And so, yeah, to answer your question, I, I very well – you know, very well could be just Saturday put on that that spot just to tank to get better draft stock. I, I think that's a legitimate legitimate question to ask. I mean, man, like the Vikings have been used to this this late game heroics all year. Uh, I will say that, like you know, if they weren't winning these close games, they'd be a below average team. Oh, absolutely, they'd be horrible. So, absolutely, yeah, they're ten and zero now. I think in one score games and and one in three, and in, in other games like this year, <laughs> like. Right. It's crazy. Like, how long can they sustain this? Is this a victory that propels them to actually start kicking butt, like, week in and week out, or what? You know what I mean? Exactly, man. And and whenever there's Kirk Cousins involved, it's it's <laughs> never something I'm going to bet on. Uh, the guy is just, you know, he's he was money today when he needed to be, obviously down the stretch. But, like, uh, if you need to win a big game, he's shaky at best, I would say. Um, yeah, the Colts are no, you know, other defenses, no slouch on the offensive side of the ball. The Colts are abysmal. And, <laughs> you know, he's come uh, playoff time. You're not going to be playing like that team like the Colts. I mean, the NFC, unless you, he ends up playing Brady, which doesn't look like that's going to be the case. If they wrap, you know, they today they just wrapped up the NFC North. Big surprise there, you know, and 
But my question is, chance of a number two seed. They lose this game today. They drop to, what was it, 10-4? and four, And then they're tied with the, the Chiefs. Or not the Chiefs, I'm sorry. They're tied with the San Francisco 49ers. So can they keep this going? Or are they going to end up losing the, the number two seed? Because the Niners have a better conference record. And when it comes down to it, if they have the same record, I think it comes down to who has a better conference record. So today, absolutely crucial to keep that game up. Exactly, man. And then and then they have the, the Giants next week who are trying to like stay alive in the playoff picture and things yeah, like that. Absolutely. So I don't see that being an easy game on Christmas Eve next Saturday. And uh, and then the Vikings, they go to the to Green Bay. I mean, who knows? That's a division game. And then and then they final they uh, wrap up the season with the Bears in Chicago. So like. Any of those games could be losable games, winnable games. Like you can make a case for both. So it's like you know, it's either put up or shut up for the uh, for the Vikings, and and who knows? Like they could dominate in those three games, but I don't like fully trust them to win all three of those. I I probably say they they win two out of three or, or maybe one, but I, I definitely don't see them going three and zero in the last three weeks. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, their offense is clearly able to do a whole lot. Um, their defense has been a problem all year. Um, and, and that's really when it comes down to playoff time. If your defense can't can't make plays, if they can't, you can't hold a top offense just to within you know a normal amount of points. Even uh, you're not going to be able to go anywhere. So I think that ultimately, despite the fact that this stamps them in the record books, we're going to be talking about the worst, you know, plus whatever they finish. <laughs> you know, the worst record in NFL, the worst team to have that record in NFL history. Cause coming into this game, I think that a negative point differential or right around zero, we've harped on that before. So now big deal plus three more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Barely surviving. By right, three. Yeah. Right. We'll see what happens though. Uh, <laughs> Kirk cousins who never fails to say things that are ridiculous. It seems <laughs> I did have a, a really funny quote um, with like, Tom, I guess with Tom Pelissero while he was, um, <laughs> bro, I can't, bro. Like, He's asking him, uh, Tom was asking him, you know, what happened during that halftime? Like, what did they say? And um, <laughs> Kirk Cousins says, Patrick Peterson said, all we need is five touchdowns. And I thought he was being sarcastic. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, it, rallying the troops. It, I, it, it was, as that game kept going, I just, I had this, once it, I, like, I had this feeling, bro, like once they were down by only two touchdowns, I was like, this game's gonna, this game's gonna end with the Vikings dub. And I should have put some money on it. I'm feeling stupid right now, but I, I should have. Imagine those who had put money on it, you know, at halftime. Oh. That the Vikings are still going to win. What were the odds there? Like, I don't even know what the percentage of chances of winning that game were at halftime, but they had to be close to 100%. Right, right, right. For the, for the Colts to win that game. Yeah, right? yeah. absolutely. Absol- yeah. Dude, I mean, Kirk Cousins is just that, that goofy guy, that corny guy. He always has been. Kind of, I think it always will be. Yeah, one more comment on that. He says... Basic people don't do what we just did. Kirk, basic people aren't in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he, bro. I, I don't know, man. He he's just he's a little bit out there, obviously. You know, he's coming on the jet with like eight chains on his neck. Like he's just <laughs> he's that guy, man, where it's like you never know what's gonna come out of his mouth. And I think ever since he went to Minnesota, he's been even more of a character than than obviously down there in Washington. But hey man, they pulled it out. I like yeah. we've kind of like you know, said this all year. I, I don't think they're going to do much in the playoffs. I don't have the trust in that, in that team, and that maybe even call it the organization because they always find a way to to mess it up when it comes down to it. But um, obviously, a gritty win today, like you don't see that coming a mile away. And like, Absolutely. like you said, man, like if you put money on that game at halftime, like you are, you're sitting pretty tonight. I I put a little two dollar for twenty two on it. 
Uh, they were only down seven. So I can only imagine that, you know, you could 10 X your money easily, Oh wow, uh, yeah. you know, hundred X your money probably at one point. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like it's about 33 they, nothing is about as sure a thing as you can get. I'm looking here. Like it's, it is, but then you know, I remember Matt Ryan's on the other side. So true. he true. just finds a way to, it, it's like a, everything came together for the Vikings to win that game. Like, According to Yahoo Sports with their probability rating, it was over 99% chance that the Colts win that game at halftime. And I've only ever seen that chance like a few times when I'm looking at the the probabilities because I love my stats. So just imagine that over 99% chance, that's a lot. How many people poured on bets like on the other side? Think about it. People just throwing like, oh, I got all this money for, you know, now on on Indy or people at the beginning of the day who threw money on Indy as like a screw it pick and thinking they're going to be rolling. And all of a sudden now that they're just, they're throwing the remotes that they're, you know, hopefully nobody blew their, you know, blew their savings on that one. Just absolutely absurd, man. It very much is very, very surprising. Obviously that's uh, on a, on an NFL Saturday, which we obviously don't get many of those. It was pretty cool to see that uh, the comeback, but I mean, you got to be, I don't know if you're kicking yourself as the Colts. Like, you're setting yourself up for next year. So maybe a, a loss is better no, than a win. No, you're, but... you're kicking. You're still kicking yourself as the Colts because now <laughs> you are in the record books as the team that got beat after leading by 33 points. And you know now you are in the record books as that team who is on the wrong side of history. Wrong side, yeah. You know, so even though that helps their draft stock, mm-hmm. I don't think that there's anybody happy in that locker room right now. Um, I don't know how you come back from that. I really don't. So I guess we'll find out, you know, maybe, uh, can you fire an interim head coach? Does that ever happen, bro? Like, maybe. Saturday, can't play on Saturdays. We know he's not Jeff Sunday. Change his last name to, I don't know, uh, you know, high school or something like he, No disrespect to the man as a, as a no player. Disrespect, but... <laughs> no disrespect, but he sucks. You know what I mean? But no, I mean, dude, that, that team's in, in turmoil. Like, yeah, absolutely. They need, in my, in my estimation, dude, like, why don't they just go out and get a, like, they need to get a franchise quarterback. Like, they've played this, this musical chair game far yeah. too long. I mean, it, who was it? It was Phillip Rivers, then Carson Wentz. Now you got Matt Ryan. It hasn't worked in any right, scenario. Right. Like, the defense, like you said, man, the defense been up there, you know, last three, four years. Like, it's been a solid defense. They have, I mean, they've had weapons. They've had Jonathan Taylor. Like, it, it's. I mean, actually, Taylor went out in that game with an ankle injury early on. So, that's something to keep an eye on as, a, you know, for Colts fans. That's going to help the tank job. But, you know, unfortunately, if he doesn't come back, I don't know what his status is. But he, he did most, miss most of that game. So, yeah, man, it's, it's I don't know where you go from here. I, I On the next season, if you're the Colts, like. And I think the, the fact that this you, – you just mentioned they need to go get a, a franchise quarterback. This draft coming up is absolutely loaded with quarterbacks. So maybe you're right. Maybe they do put Saturday in there to intentionally tank so that they can maybe get one of those quarterbacks, you know, coming up, you know, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or – I mean, there's – I don't know college like you do, but there's like, what, four, four uh, prospects here coming up that are considered quote-unquote can't miss prospects right right maybe they put themselves in position to be able to grab someone like that so I mean dude it's time like if you got to trade up like whatever you got to do uh as a Colts you know in the Colts organization like you gotta you gotta position yourself to get one of these young guys like this uh musical chairs that they're they're doing isn't working obviously and and Jim Ursay wants to win like I do think he's an owner that really legitimately cares about winning absolutely yeah um but they just haven't done much of it ever since really if you if you look at it ever since 
um, Andrew Luck has left. They've they've been in kind of turmoil since then. Yeah, with, uh, you know, Andrew Luck, unfortunately, you know, he retired, understandably so, considering all the beatings he took and all the injuries. <laughs> but ever since then, it has definitely been a real struggle for the Colts, Colts fans, you know, and we'll see what uh, Ursa ends up doing with the GM does in this offseason. So, like you said, on, on the next year, I think that, that sums up the Colts season right here, blowing a game like that. It's just mind-boggling, mind-boggling for sure. And you know what else is funny, man? Like, real quick, the uh... – the Eagles actually have a higher draft pick than the Colts do right now. Uh, and the Eagles are the best record in the league. Obviously, it's from the Saints, but yeah, the Saints are doing like, Tom Brady actually did us a favor by leading that comeback yeah. over the Saints. I think that's probably the only time I'll ever thank Tom Brady for something. <laughs> yeah, it's well documented our dislike of Brady here. So Yeah, man. But no, great point. I mean, it's it's hilarious. Like that's that's a troll job within itself. Like that we, we have a, a higher pick than the Colts do and, and we have the best record in the league, but um, yeah, they're sitting at seven right now. So there'll definitely be some quarterbacks there. I don't know. Uh, I think Bryce Young's predicted to go number one to Houston, but uh, a lot can change between now and, and the draft. And with Houston being the dumpster fire, they are, who knows what the heck they do with that first overall pick, you know, <laughs> you might go get an O-lineman or something. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> oh man, dude. The second game of today, um, you know, keeping it rolling with the Saturday since we're already on here, might as well talk about it, man. The the Browns beating the the Ravens thirteen to three. We were watching a little bit of that, and I mean, Deshaun Watson eighteen for twenty eight, one hundred sixty one yards and a tutty, as you would say. Is, is this the start of something something good for for Watson and the Browns, or is that a tribute to the fact that the Baltimore just really sucked today? Um, I think defensively, Baltimore hung in there as much as they could. I mean, that, that defense was on the field most of the, most of the game, obviously just, you know, with the ineptitude of, of the offense. Um, so I, I definitely give credit to, you know, where credits do it. Deshaun Watson did look pretty sharp. I think early on they were just trying to get him in rhythm and, and throw some screens and just get, get him like adjusted to, to playing again, obviously right. after the year and a half that he's been out, but yeah, man, they looked, they looked pretty good. I'm not going to say they look great on offense, but uh, you know, Nick Chubb had 21 carries for 99, uh, almost a five yard average there by himself. So, um, yeah, I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland definitely executed. Baltimore did not. Uh, Baltimore drops the nine and five. They kind of have to hope that uh, Cincinnati slows down a little bit because they're uh, they're going to lose lose a uh, position in the division. I should say that you know they'll they'll slide into that second spot if, with a Cincinnati win. Yeah, I mean, they can hope all they want. I don't think. Joe Burrow, aside from a Burrow injury, which hopefully doesn't happen, uh, I don't think that Cincinnati's going to lose the division. I think they got a, a pretty clear path to to the number one spot in, in the division. And I mean, Baltimore, you know, probably still, you know, limps in the playoffs. No pun intended. You know, hopefully Lamar Jackson can come back for them. But <laughs> I said no pun intended. Honestly, Huntley was limping last week. Lamar, you know, everybody's limping on that. <laughs> but I mean, like some wacky stuff, though. I mean, a bit of you know, snow falling in that game. Clearly nothing like this next game coming up at Buffalo. I mean, I saw videos of them plowing the the field in Buffalo, all the snow coming down there. I think I heard there's supposed to be like four to eight inches of snow, like predicted to drop during the time period of that game, which is nuts. But <laughs> I mean, the Ravens had almost 200 yards rushing, man, 198 yards rushing. And ever, I mean, the most consistent kicker in NFL history, Justin Tucker, missing two field goals for the first time since 2018. Now uh, he had a 48 yard field goal missed at the end of the half and then a 50 yarder blocked. But, you know, 
normally, you know, Mr. Automatic, you know, missing two. But even with those, man, I mean, you're still looking at 13-9. You got, you got to get in the end zone. I mean, they went 0 for 3 on fourth down. And one of them, they were down by the goal line, I think. Another another red zone interception thrown by Huntley. You know, they just really shot themselves in the foot. Um, kind of like Plexico Burks. <laughs> that was a leg. I couldn't resist. Sorry. You know, shot themselves in the foot, you know. And, and Cleveland, they, they didn't make the mistakes. They, zero turnovers. I think they might have had a missed field goal or two. Cade, yeah, Cade York going two for four. So, I mean, could have been worse. Yeah, man. I mean, you you bring up a lot of uh, good points there. I mean, even uh, I'm going, you know, dating back to uh, earlier on in the season. I mean, there was. I mean, if I say, I mean, one more time, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to myself. <laughs> I'm going to take myself off the pro- the podcast. But uh yeah, man, like they threw up 37 on the Patriots early on. That's a good, very good defense, obviously. But but they're, they've thrown a lot of clunkers in there. Like, um, you know, obviously Bill's good defense, but the Ravens only put up 20. These are all games that Lamar played. Um, they beat the Bengals 19-17. to 17. I mean, obviously still still with Lamar in there. But then 20 points against the Giants, uh, 23 against the Browns earlier this year. Yeah, they're up um, and down so much. Yeah. Dude, like Lamar they only can't carry the entire team all the time, clearly, as we, we saw here. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think their O line needs serious, serious work. I mean, that that's a bad offensive line. Um I don't know, man. They run the ball really well though. They they can run block. I just don't think they can pass protect because okay, like enough. if you if you watch even Huntley in there, man, he's he's scrambling all around. Like it, it's just that's a problem they're having, uh deficiency they're having. And and obviously the receiver core you can kind of say is Maybe middle of the road. I'm not sure. They never have big names, so yeah, I can't name a single Baltimore. Well, I mean Deshaun Jackson now that he's on the Ravens, but off the top of my head, the only receiver that I can name isn't even a receiver, a tight end, Mark Andrews. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and, he, and he's so, been kind of shut down lately. So yeah, I mean, who who are they playing playing with? I mean, big you know shout out though to Miles Garrett, despite a relatively mediocre defense. You know, Miles Garrett for the most part this season. You know, they had big, big expectations and they they really kind of stunk it up most of the time. But Miles Garrett's still doing his thing. You know, one and a half sacks on the day. You know, it's that guy's a freak, bro. They got the freak. They need to <laughs> get up some help, though, man. They really do. You know, for Cleveland to make that next step on defense, I mean, yeah, man, Javion Clowney's still there, but I don't, I don't think he's really had much of a much of an impact this year. I'll come out and make kind of a hot take. I think if if Cleveland doesn't at least compete for the division next year, I think Stefanski's gone because he's been under fire for quite some time there. And I think even this year, I know you had Jacoby Brissett, but I think they underachieved like overall, you know what I mean? I don't think he's the right coach for that. Yeah. I think you make a pretty good point. I think he's definitely going to be in the hot seat pretty soon. You know, maybe they get one more year next year, you know, because you figure you got Deshaun Watson, who's probably not going to be in top form even by the end of this season you know, figure out a whole off season with him and then starting next year. But I mean, if he stinks it up, if they stink it up at the beginning of next year, maybe he, you know, gets fired mid season. You know, what kind of, what kind of interim coach are we looking at there, chief? <laughs> yeah. Who who can we, uh, what Derek Anderson, I'm trying to think of like past, past Browns that they're just going to insert like the Colts did this Johnny year. Manziel's probably looking for Johnny, Johnny Manziel will be out there smoking some substances. We don't know what it is, but we'll, we'll keep that, uh, you know, I don't know if he'll make the cut, but but yeah, man. I mean, who knows? He got drafted supposedly because some uh, homeless guy told uh, the owner of the of the uh, Browns to to pick Johnny Menzel. <laughs> Not even kidding. I'm blanking on the owner's name, but it, you know, that's what he said. The Doesn't owner, much the matter. Owner of yeah. Cleveland came out and said he he drafted 
man's out because a homeless man told him to do so, which is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, that's the Cleveland Browns for you. I mean, a uh, fan in the van, shout out to him. He always says Cleveland's going to Cleveland. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, D Haslam. Uh, owner of the Bra- current owner of the Browns, at least. Uh, yeah, Haslam. James, I think it was Jimmy. Jimmy Haslam was the the owner at the time. Um, yeah, I guess I don't know if he's his son or his wife, and his D's a gender neutral name. But um, Jimmy Haslam, yeah, that's so ridiculous. But yeah, we'll see, man. That's a that's a good hot take. I think I think you're right. Honestly, and time will tell whether or not whether or not he uh, he gets the axe. But definitely a good point there. So. Yeah, we'll exactly. We'll see. Um, but yeah, gritty, gritty win by by the Browns. I said that earlier about the Colts or about the uh, Vikings. But uh, yeah, this this was what I I figured it was going to be a low scoring game and, and thirteen to three. Obviously, it it was. But um, yeah, Ravens have played a lot of low like even with Lamar. Like I said, I mean, even with Lamar, they're not putting up a bunch of points. So they they need to address some things going into next season and. And I think uh, Baltimore is one of the best run organizations, like from the draft perspective and, and just, you know, their ability to acquire talent is always good. Yeah. They need um, a stud receiver, but yeah, yeah they need to make some changes for they sure. got a good run game, you know, Jake, Jake, Jake yeah, if I can say it right, <laughs> JK Dobbins, my initial JK um, Dobbins, you know, Gus, someone said Gus the bus. I don't know if this is actually his nickname or it's just, that's somebody, a great, I like that. throwing that out, you know, shout out to, uh, to the real bus, Jerome Bettis, but I'll <laughs> shout out. You know, I don't think he'd appreciate someone the the uh, Ravens being called by his nickname, but it is what it is. Um, but they got a great run game, and they just need a stud receiver. Honestly, I mean, losing Hollywood Brown in the offseason to to Carolina definitely hurt a lot more than they you know they thought thought it would. So we'll see what they do in the draft. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting next year. I mean. Steelers need to get back on track. Like that division is, is going to be interesting. So, um, yeah, that pretty much concludes that second game, I would say. Yeah, real quick. Another thing, Marcus Peters went back to the locker room at some point um, for Baltimore. So if he's out for any significant amount of time, that's that's definitely a, a big blow, big blow for their defense. So we'll see you moving forward. Uh, speaking of that, AFC North, um, your boy Mitch Trubisky is going to get the start on Sunday. <laughs> Are they starting him because they're trying to get a better draft pick or do they actually think he gives the team a better option, you know, to win a better chance to win than Mason Rudolph? I mean, man, they need, they need some medication if they think that <laughs> that guy is, is going to give you the best chance to win. I mean, three, three picks last week, two of them in the red zone. You yeah. know how I feel about him. Man. Yeah. We, we harped on that uh, yesterday's segment. So <laughs> And last week. So yeah, right, um, right, right. So, yeah, man. I mean, Hey, maybe, I mean, Mike Tomlin's looking at his first losing season, so um, not going to Which is fine with me. (laughs) Growing up, all I ever heard was, how many rings? How many rings? The Steelers, how many rings? Well, guess what, Pittsburgh? The Eagles have a ring more recently than y'all, so suck it. (laughs) We might get two, knock on wood, but. No, they'll they'll definitely bounce back, because that is, like, top to bottom, one of the best organizations in football. They know they're done. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So. But yeah, man, I, I I think you know, hot take or you know, probably most people think this way, but at least I think is uh, Mason Rudolph uh, 
should have gotten the start if you're trying to win. <laughs> um, if you're trying to secure the draft pick, then then you can throw Trubisky in there and maybe he gets hurt. Who knows? What happens. Oh, that's but awful. That, yeah, that offensive not, line is so not, bad, man. Yeah. I'm not even saying that. Like Protect your assets for next year with Rudolph, you know. Yeah. It, it is sad. It really is. Because it would be nice to see, you know, like back, back in the day when Ben was at the top of his game and, you know, McNabb and the Eagles. It was cool to have that. You know, will the Eagles play the Steelers in the Super Bowl? There were like oh, two yeah. years that that almost happened and never did. So it'd be cool to have that uh, Penn, you know, uh, not Penn State, like that PA <laughs> rivalry, you know, moving forward. We'll see, though. We'll see. They have uh, a long way to go, man. They have a long way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another quick, quick uh, note. Ty, 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 if I don't trip over my words here, <laughs> Tyron Smith um, for the Cowboys well, is officially active now. So he'll be working his way back in. I know we mentioned that in the last segment as well, but that is now, according to uh, Ian Rappaport, officially official. I don't know why he says that. It's absolutely ridiculous, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so, you know, big news for Cowboys fans. Patriots, Damian Harris, running back, has been downgraded to out. So, I mean, Bill Belichick could throw anybody in there running back and make it work. So, we'll <laughs> I don't know if that'll be that's a fact. really up too much of a blow. And they're also playing the Raiders. So <laughs> that that the Raiders are if if Cleveland's gonna Cleveland the Raiders are gonna Raider you know if that makes sense to anybody but yeah I mean you did pick the Patriots of the Raiders for your pickums here so Damian being out could could cause a bit of an issue um we'll see if Derek Carr ends up crying at the end of that game <laughs> Bill Belichick might even smile you never know so uh speaking <laughs> speaking of another another game that you picked for this weekend Bills and Dolphins that that game's going to be starting here at about about half an hour it's, it's almost almost 750 um we didn't talk a whole lot about that game um in, in yesterday's segment do we want to talk a little bit about it going in here give it a little bit more justice because it's, it's a huge game man huge game i mean Tua going into the snow i mean tyree kill is dude, tyree kill is something else man uh, obviously as a player that guy, he runs his mouth a bit, bro. That guy runs yeah, his mouth a he's bit. He's a little sure of himself, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Trying to just the fact that he tried to compare Tua to Mahomes. I was like, I respect that you wanna, you know, talk your QB up and give him that confidence, but th- there's just no comparison. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not even close. So that's like comparing uh you know, a black I don't you know, I mean, I was gonna say a kettle, like they say a kettle to a kettle or whatever. Yeah, like, oh, uh, like calling a, a kettle black or yeah, something. Right. Like, he's come on, like man, a, like a, let's decked out like uh, black BMW to like like a uh, Volkswagen bug, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, in, yeah. Like you got the you got the gangster car, the OG car, and you're like this thing's this is decked out, and you got the bug like dude, dude, here I am, you know? Yeah, what right. I mean? So like yeah. the Jeep Wrangler to a Ferrari. I mean, come on, man. I mean, like I don't know if I go quite that far. <laughs> I mean, too is not a, not a terrible quarterback. Maybe I'm doing it. You know, Volkswagen bugs aren't awful, but yeah, it's just we'll see. I mean, he he's talking about how he's going to go out and have an insane game, I and mean, maybe he will. But public enemy number one is obviously going to be Tyreek Hill for, for the the Bills. And I haven't seen anything out of Tua that's, that's going to say anything else. You know, otherwise in this game, I don't think Tua comes out and does Jack Diddley squat in the snow, honestly. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either, man. Like, he played he played his college ball in Alabama. Pretty sure he's from down south uh, originally. Like, for him to go up to Buffalo, play in, in absolute brutal conditions. And then, you know, I'm not trying to clown Mike McDaniel too much because I do like the guy, but – you know, he's walking around practice this week in a short sleeve shirt that says, I wish it was colder. Like, come on, man. You guys are putting a target on your back when you shouldn't be. I think uh, Buffalo is going to dominate the Dolphins in this game. I just have that feeling. I, I called that, you know, earlier this week on the Pickums as well. I, I just, yeah. I, I don't see, I think Miami is coming back to reality, much like the, the Seahawks are. And 
Tua is not very good, man. I like I, I I know he's had a good year. I know he's had his, his moments this year, and but that game in San Francisco, he looked terrible. He didn't. He played horrible last week against the uh, the Chargers there. Right. So I mean, he's gonna have to ball out. I think to keep him in it, and I think this is a get right game for the Bills. Like I think this is when you start seeing the team that's supposed to compete for a Super Bowl like look like that team. I just. Yeah, rounding into shape because I mean the, the Bills and Josh Allen really haven't hit in my mind top top gear on their offense. I mean now obviously with all this snow, we'll see how we'll see how it plays out. I'd like to see a close game. And you know, that first game was insane of the day. The second game was dull and boring. So I'd like to see an exciting game here in the snow, some slipping and sliding. Hopefully <laughs> no torn ACLs or anything like that. You know we wish good health on all the guys out there playing. But I'm hoping for a good game, man. Let's, finish up the triple header with something exciting. So I think the Bills probably beat beat the Dolphins by at least the seven-point spread, if not more. Um, but we'll see. I, I think it would be kind of cool to see Tua go off in this game, honestly, just because I don't believe in him. So I'm, I'm totally fine. Like, if it's one of those things. I'm not putting money on it. So it would be kind of cool for him to silence all the haters, um, honestly, because I've always wrote it. You know, I've always liked the Dolphins, to be completely honest. And you know, a friend of mine growing up was a big Dolphins fan and they were just awful. So it would be interesting. And I like the, you know, if that heats up with the, you know, the Dolphins beat the Bills all of a sudden now the Chiefs are in play for the first, you know, overall, uh, not pick. Wow. First, um, first seed there. First seed. Yeah. Yeah. Just, no you know, first seed. It makes it more dramatic. And I like things coming down the stretch. I like them to, you know, to, to be hot. You know what I mean? Like, let's, not, let's not have too much boredom. So we <laughs> shall, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, the Dolphins did get them the last time they played, but um, that was just a clock management disaster for for Buffalo. So it was in balmy Miami too. <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. It, this this Buffalo environment is, I mean, it separates the boys from the men. Uh, you can ask Mac Jones that when all he did was run the ball against them, and somehow they won that game. But um, yeah, and um, that's the other thing. Do you think the cheetah? overtakes Megatron and gets the uh, receiving record with the way Tua has been playing. You think he can do it. So through, through 13 weeks, I think he's like on pace. He was like 68 yards behind what, what Megatron had in, the, in his uh, record breaking season. Do you think he gets it? I know we have that extra. First of all, you think he gets it and should it count if he gets it in game 17? If he would get it in game 17, I don't think it should count. That's kind of like asterisk. Yeah. an asterisk, like no disrespect to TJ Watt. Uh, I thought the same thing similar last year. However, Watt did miss a game to injury, so he still got it in 16 games. So I was totally cool with him getting a share of that record. I didn't want him to break it, but I was totally cool with him getting a share of the record. If you play all 17 games, nah, asterisks. Right, <laughs> exactly, man. Like, that's just not fair to to the guys that played 16 games. Like, if you could play 16 games and you played 16, that's that sure. that's what, what sits Dan. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's another stand. game in there for Megatron that year. He's probably finishing with over 2,100 yards. You know, let's be Exactly, real, honestly, yeah, yeah. So. But it is what it is. You know, the NFL changes, and we just got to roll with it. But do you think he breaks the record, though? Uh, do you, would you happen to know how many yards he's behind right now? Like, if, um, I, I think he's like 68 yards behind the pace of, behind uh, the pace. of Megatron, I think is, is what I saw earlier. So not very far. And with that extra game, I mean, that could be easy. But with I, Tua's play, what do you got? What do you got? Yeah, that that is, man. That's a double-edged sword just because it's Tua. Like, um. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he does he does get it just because of his speed. Like he just needs a couple bombs past the defense. You know what I mean? Like an 80 yard bomb will help that in in a great in a great way. So I think just purely because of his speed, he'll he'll eclipse the record. Um, I'm gonna go out on another limb and say it does happen in 17 games though, not 16. 
And then there's that, like, you know, did he really break it? Legitimate. Yeah, that type of thing. But I don't want to see that that record of Megatron's fall to to, to Tyreek Hill, honestly, considering <laughs> the way that he, he does run his mouth. Definitely by far one of the best receivers in the league. And he he is a, you know, he's going to be all a famer. Um, but just someone, it's like, dude, don't, don't be lying and stuff. Like, he, he's gone on his podcast and said some bizarre things. I forget, like, just multiple lies. It's like, bro, you you have the ability to say whatever you want. You don't have to defend it because, it, you know, you can speak as one of the best players in the game. So you don't have to lie, man. Like, just keep, keep it 100. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback maybe ever to play the game. Some would argue with me, but definitely the best quarterback in the league now. You know, no no questions asked. So, and, and even with the contract situation, that's what it was. He was talking about the contract situation. Um, <laughs> and he was talking about how, you know, Miami offered him this much and like uh, Kansas City didn't. And he, he said that he's like, oh, I just want to see what, a- you know, give me what AJ got. Give me 25 mil and I'll be fine. Well, he... <laughs> Before that even happened, the AJ Brown trade hadn't even happened, so the timeline didn't even walk, you know lock in to what he was saying. It's like, bro, you're just just come out and be like, hey, the Florida doesn't have any sales tax, like luxury sales tax or luxury tax, whatever it is. I'm trying to make millies, you know. I got a Super Bowl in KC already. Like that's fine. Like as as a businessman, you're totally cool to say that. You don't gotta right. you don't gotta lie about it and, and just be you know make yourself look like a fool, but. We shall see. I guess if you're a multi multi millionaire, you know, you, you can say whatever you want to a point. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the reason he didn't go to the Jets reportedly, you know, uh, obviously the taxes are so bad, so bad up there yeah, in New York. And, garbage, yeah. yeah, so I mean, he's already making, you know, he's making so much money and, and then in, in KC, he's making so much money is what I should say. And, and I don't know, man, like you can say to it, it displays what it takes to be a great quarterback, this and that. But then when you start making straight comparisons that I don't know if anybody else could make the case that he said Mahomes or it was, you know, that Tua had a better ball than Mahomes too, like accuracy wise. Like in the end of the season, yeah, like, come like, on. Shut up, bro. Yeah, <laughs> save, save the, I mean, for, for lack of a better way to say it, like save the bullshit for the Bulls, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're, we're, you're not going to bullshit us, man. Like there's no right, way, right. there's no way. Anybody that watches football for five minutes of those two guys can tell me that that he's as accurate as, as my homeboy is. So, yeah. So anyway, I'll stop talking on Hill. <laughs> we'll see how he plays in this game. Um, I hope he does not get the record over Megatron. I'm going to go out and say he does not simply because two is going to hold him back. Um, that's my opinion. And I'm allowed to have it, you know, it might be brutal, but it's honest at least, you know, so you know, you I'll, stop, I'll stop dogging on, on, on Tyreek <laughs> on the cheetah. Cause he is a phenomenal player. So hopefully he lets his, his play talk and, you know, doesn't say things that are just outlandish anymore. So that's what, you know, that's what I'm hoping. Cause yeah. Anyway, what is a man without his word? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. Exactly. Uh, Bill's clinch a playoff berth with the win over the fins today. So um, that's obviously big. I'm looking here at the picks as we're watching live. Oh, here. everybody taking everybody, but one on NFL network is going with the bills nine out of 10. So we shall see. We shall see. I bet you the person that um has the bills, uh, I'm sorry, that has the, the Finns going over the Bills probably, like, losing and just need, you know, in their pick em game. Yeah, just exactly. Needs, like, a crazy win. Like, if I just get something nuts, I'll come back here. So <laughs> Desperation, desperation. Right, so. right. Hey, you never know. You never know. If someone come down 33 nothing, the Finns can definitely beat the Buffalo Bills. You know, that's definitely a possibility, so. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, that's, that's pretty much all I, all I got. I just really wanted to hop on here and do a show after after what happened. Um 
Did you want to talk about college at all, or are we going to save that for another day? I know there's a couple couple bowl games that happen. Um, I know that was this it's uh, CJ Stroud or, or Bryce Young said that he's going to going to play, and outside linebacker Will Anderson Jr. is also going to play in the Sugar Bowl. So Alabama isn't expected to have any opt outs for the game. So respect to those guys. Hopefully, you know they they stay healthy and are able to you know put on a show show for the fans. So. Um, you know, uh, I don't know much else about, about the college today. I just saw that there's a couple bowl games. Miami got beat, like, completely embarrassed. So maybe that'll give the, the Dolphins a little bit of extra <laughs> motivation. They got they got blown out. There's, like, I think it was, like, 33 to, to 3 or 30 to 3 or, I, I don't know, something something crazy. Are you Oh, Florida, Florida, yeah, yeah. yeah Florida yeah. Gators, yeah. yeah Flor- not Miami, my apologies. Florida got blown out, so. Yeah, absolutely demolished them in the Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, I know Kirk Herbstreit and uh, and McAfee called that game. So, um, yeah, pretty like a snooze fest, I guess you could call it, just because of, of how much of an absolute domination that was. I mean, fair. You put a 6-6 six and six Florida team against a 9-3 and three Oregon State team. Like, Yeah, I don't really get that. I, that. Yeah. I, I think Oregon State should have played some way better. I mean, obviously they proved their worth today, like yeah, just right. by pummeling Florida the way they did. But, yeah, man, I mean, a couple of surprise. I mean – I gotta say a couple, but the Louisville over Cincinnati. I mean, um, both teams were unranked, um, and both play in. I mean, they're still Power Five schools, but they're not, they don't play in like huge conferences like the Big Ten, like the uh, the SEC, for example. But but Cincinnati just getting blown off the field, twenty four to seven, in that that's a little surprising. I I thought I thought um, Cincinnati being favored, um, they were actually in the college football playoffs just last year, um. But yeah, uh, Cincinnati just getting getting run over. Um, that was a surprise. Other than that, I mean, a lot of these games are kind of I'm not going to say uh, not meaningful because obviously to these programs they are meaningful. Right. But but nothing, you know, uh, nothing to catch the attention of the, the casual football fan for sure. No, no, nothing yeah. really blowing my skirt up per se. But uh, <laughs> Bro, the... I don't even want. Okay, all right, I'm gonna <laughs> leave that one go, my guy. I'm leave that one go. What about On uh... that note? <laughs> I mean, dude, it's been so a couple of the bowl games that, you know, that, that have finalized. I mean, we had the Bahamas Bowl, which is a cool idea. Awesome idea, actually. Oh, but... yeah. No, if I'm going to play in a bowl game that nobody <laughs> heard of, I'm, I'd like to go down to the Bahamas. Yeah, why not? And, right, dude. And especially like Miami of Ohio and then and then UAB, which I don't even know where UAB is, is but um, I'm sure the Bahamas is better where no matter what than where that is. So. Yeah, um, it's a cool, cool situation for the players. For sure. Exactly, man. Like the the Bahamas Bowl, the Cure Bowl, uh, the Las Vegas Bowl, the Lending Tree Bowl. Like none, <laughs> nothing's been you know massive yet. Obviously, um, as we as we get closer to the New Year, that's when the real exciting things, you know, real exciting games, I should say, start taking place. But yeah, absolutely, and we'll definitely be trying to do some college segments as well as you know the NFL. I know moving forward, um, we're going to try to get in as you know a lot more content out. Um, and there was a lot of big acquisitions in baseball too, so I know at some point in time, um, time permitting, we might get a little baseball uh, session out for for the fans there. So definitely stay tuned. It is called brutally honest sports. We're focusing on football right now, but we definitely want to incorporate more more down the road. Um, I got some health problems that I'm working through as well. So as long as my health gets better. Um, you know, we're, we're going to start pumping out more content. We would like to go uh, video podcast as soon as we can. Like I said, some health issues on my end. I'm not able to uh, to get on it. I don't feel comfortable getting on a camera <laughs> with, with, 
got a neck brace on. I'm wearing a back brace. Uh, I'm on four different pain meds. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> tripping over my own words that honestly, that's why with the pain level, but uh, it's been fun. It's been fun. We're, so uh, who, who we shouting out today to end the show, man? Who we shouting out as a, uh, like a standout stud type deal? Or nah, anything? nah, nah. The, uh, the group of peoples, the other, oh, the other, uh, I see my the other podcast. I'm living, living right now already. <laughs> so the fourteen twenty sports, they're doing a daily show. It's at fourteen twenty in the morning. Yeah. Uh, what fan? What is it? Fan in the van. Fan in the van. My guy, my guy, uh, fan in the van podcast. Funny show too, as well. And, and and he touches on baseball and football and and the like and everything else. So uh, and and in, in addition to that, not but uh, last but not least, uh, I got the uh, contagious tripping over my own words as well, but. uh <laughs> level the playing field those those guys are, are doing good things over there too and, and incorporating different segments so definitely if you listen to us listen to them you know try to uh shout them out on the twitter and, and our our twitter handle is brutal 0811 uh definitely check that we, we try and post some some lighthearted stuff and, and our own takes there so yeah funny memes um baseball things aaron's been on top of the baseball for the you know on top of the baseball whatever <laughs> it's just a slip up slip of the words every every now and again throughout this entire podcast but aaron's posting baseball stuff like i said we'll try to get out some baseball segments because there's some some big things happening um in the baseball world especially with pitching so we won't even for start sure. to get into that right now <laughs> yeah so we'll, we'll go another two hours if we even <laughs> dip our feet in the water on that one man but so yeah and, and down the road like nba segment so lots of good things coming stay with us we appreciate you guys we love you guys make sure to share these these podcasts peace out peace almost to the happy holidays but not yet peace. <laughs>